0: Caution, the Mark Hunger Show contains adult content intended for an adult audience. And, besides that, he's really weird. Welcome to The Mark Gunger Show with international marriage speaker and author of Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage, Mark Gunger. This is your source for practical, down to earth marriage advice without all the over spiritualization or romantic nonsense. And now the host of The Mark Gunger Show, Mark Gunger.
1: crowd goes wild with delirious joy. They've joined the Mark Gunger Show, the show that deals with all things concerning... Marriage. Indeed, marriage is what we're all about. I'm, of course, your host, the one, the only, Mark Gunger. Joining me is always the very lovely and charming Diane Briarley. And for a second week in a row, Elizabeth Dubois joining in. Uh, Elizabeth is uh, the person that you would talk to if you were to call my office wanting to book me at any of your events. So she controls... The Land of Gunger. No one gets past her. She's a gatekeeper. <laughs> She's the gatekeeper. So, and a wonderful job she does. Engineering the show is always the very talented but eerily creepy Timothy Robert Ray pushing buttons, twisting knobs, and trying to stay awake during this incredibly psycho program. This is the show that handles your marital challenges, relational conundrums, and dating dilemmas that you can email to us at askask at markgunger.com. Here's how the show works. You can send an email about anything. Nothing is off limits, hence the... Warning at the beginning of the show. You get to stay totally anonymous. Nobody knows who you are. And in the safety and comfort of that anonymity. And we do not know who you are. uh, We are brutally honest. This is a show of brutal honesty, okay? Whereas every other program you're likely to uh, check with will be overly uberly sensitive to how you feel and how you might respond and la-la-la-la-la. This show is dramatically juxtaposed against that. Juxtapose suppose we do it differently. Juxtapose we do. Juxtaposed. <laughs> Juxtaposed juxtapose against that in that uh, we are not concerned about your feelings. This is a show, we're just brutally honest. This is the show of brutal honesty. If we like what you have to say, we will celebrate your thinking. If not, we will castigate your thinking. Three versions of castigation on this show. One, if we think you need to wake out of your delusions, we will stick your head in the toilet and flush it. Hopefully the water spinning around your head will... <sighs> Awaken you out of your delusions. We call it a swirly. If we think you're crazy, you'll get the gold button. And if you blather on too much with unnecessary, unwanted details, you get the chicken. You get all three, you are officially crazy. All right, what do you got?
2: Okay, you don't have to watch too much TV to be inundated ad nauseum with the Cialis, Viagra, and all of the. I hate those commercials. It's like they show them all the time. It's way, way, way too. Heavy on the commercial rotation for my.
1: Oh, life, I don't but. know. I, I still giggle like a prepubescent. pre-pubescent when child you see those. Whenever they say, if you have an erection lasting longer than four, four hours, hours. <laughs> call a doc. So first of all, you know, <laughs> if a guy has an erection for four hours, you are more likely to call your friends. I was like, hey guys, guess what? You know, I don't. I guess it's a problem. It must be a problem. Uh, it is. Uh, you know, and and how do you make that phone call? Oh, how embarrassing!
2: Yeah, I would imagine it would be.
1: Uh, Elma, I got a problem. <laughs> so I, don't, I don't know. I wonder I would, how often that actually happens. I don't know. I would. I think I would be scared to death. But uh, anyway, so Anyhow, that's, that's that the only wasn't... thing I still giggle about when I see that okay, co- those I get commercials. Tired but yes, we get them I get tired in of the States. I don't know about overseas, but in the States, Ugh, for those ridiculous. of you in Africa and uh, other places uh, that watch the show, down under in Australia, New Zealand, um, on American television, we're just constantly inundated with commercials for erectile dysfunction. Especially during drugs. sporting
2: events. During football, you watch football on Sunday. Yeah, you get a lot
1: of it. And you get and tons it of it. And sometimes there's a male audience. But, yes. you know, any show, yeah. I mean, you can't escape it.
2: Yeah, it's They're, on all of the time. And they always make them seem like, oh, the moment's going to strike you. <laughs> They're so happy and that life is bliss the for these guys strike. that are popping the pills. <laughs> Right?
1: <laughs> like lightning. <laughs>
2: well, they look very happy and wonderful, don't they? The, well, the if men. you
1: want to be intimate and you oh. can't inject this pill and it can make you so you can, I'm sure it would make you happy.
2: Uh, no, that's not true. Not according to the study that they Not just happy released. just to be able to... It says erectile dysfunction drugs may not make men any happier. So
1: the commercials are... That's la- not what the study says. Yes, it is no,
2: what it says. No, it says
1: it doesn't make their relationships any And
2: better. make them any happier. It says they won't actually improve a man's relationship according to the new study. Before the treatment, men who reported their quality of life and relationships as relatively good but reported poor sexual relationships and satisfaction. Prior to treatment, they also reported low self-esteem and many showed some symptoms of depression. Yes. After the treatment,
1: the they saw significant, significant improvements, improvements, in many improvements in
2: aspects of their condition including, including better sexual satisfaction. See, so they are a little bit happier. Higher confidence. But they didn't report an overall improvement in life satisfaction or the
1: relationship. So they're not then any Then I am happier. correct. No, no. It just says they are, they're better, higher confidence, more satis- sexual satisfaction. But they're not rating. Few you, you people are women. You can't separate no, the two.
2: But they're not rating their <laughs> lives or their relationships as any better. So that would be.
1: I it's suppose what if you're
2: happy I just, that it works.
1: That's what I said. They're they happier, are happier that it works. Because it functions and they have greater sexual satisfaction and higher confidence. Well they, But it but it doesn't improve the relationships.
2: Or make them any happier. It's <laughs> It says, it's simplistic to think that fixing an erection issue would solve relationship issues. Happiness is very complicated, and erections are just one small piece, Mark. And all of you men happy, out happy, there, happy. they all think that your, your happiness and everything in the universe... Oh, I almost said the wrong thing. Everything in the universe is attached to your erections. Jeez, I almost misspoke, and I almost said something. Just bad. stay calm, woman. You're looking for something like, stop, stop pushing the buttons. (laughs) I know you're reading into it that because it works, they're happier. But their little survey says they're they're not saying that they're happier. In their relationships. Relationships, not better. Not better. They're not happier. They're just confident and it works. That's all. (laughs) I don't know. I think y'all worry too much about your willies, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, they have to put it on TV all the time in these commercials just to show that y'all are, you know, you got to fix your willies and make sure they work. Are y'all too worried
1: about oh, look, I'm just saying. I don't know what I'm saying. I ain't saying nothing. I'm done. I've said what I've said, and I'm done saying it. I got my Madiba shirt on today.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I got this from Africa, South mm-hmm. Africa. Madiba. Nelson Mandela passed back in December of 2013. He was an amazing man, Mm -hmm. truly. A lot of Americans have no idea who he is. But he was one of the greatest men in the history of mankind. I mean, we don't have time to get into it. Here's a guy, 27 years in prison, and when he gets out, he forgives his captors. How do you do that? And he serves as president for five years and immediately steps down. He could have made himself king. Mm -hmm. You know who else did that in American history? George Washington. Yes, he did. Same kind of thing. He could have been.
2: They wanted to make him
1: king. And he won uh, term as president and stood down. I mean the se- the selflessness to do something like that, and not to have the ego and craziness. Good Lord, if they ever made me president, I would make myself king. <laughs> you
0: make yourself king of the universe. You'd be- Yeah, shut up and listen to me. You'd
2: be King man. Julian on uh <laughs> no,
0: I would, I would, God, I would you, be King.
2: Ju- just King Julian. That's exactly how you'd act. That
1: is exactly. It is. And that's why no one will ever vote for me <laughs> to be president.
2: I Don't think we ever so. have to worry the sound bites would kill you well before the election, <laughs> oh, friend. Are you
1: kidding, <laughs> All we gotta do is play this show.
2: You'd never make it. You'd never make it in political
1: uh, office, ever. Uh, I couldn't I couldn't get a election for dog catcher. <laughs> Anyway, all right, we will uh take a break and be back with your emails right after this. Mark Gunger. Yeah, we've got an app for that.
0: Download your free Mark Gunger app today. Down in my heart, there's a pain. Can't tell if it's real or
1: just a lie. We're back on the so Mark Gunger Show. <laughs> I lost my pen.
2: Well, that's because you're freaking out and being Mr. Animated over here. Haya!
1: Flying. I was trying to show them karate chops.
2: Yeah. Haya! You don't karate hi-ya. chop with a pen. Hiya, hiya. I do. Apparently.
1: Because I'm a girly man. Haya! hiya. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the Mark Gunner Show talking about love, marriage, and relationships. Answering your emails with Diane Briarly and our special guest Elizabeth Dubois. Dubois, I prefer. Dubois. Dubois. Very fancy. Okay. Anyway. First
2: email says, thanks for your show. I'm <laughs> sure for every crazy email you get, there are many, many people who never email that you have changed their lives for the better.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you. We thank hope
2: you. so. Anyway. Just when you
1: think your life means nothing.
2: <laughs> okay. Just one quick question. She says, Christians often talk about having... We a- changed
1: Elizabeth. She was going to become an ex-murderer. And after listening to the show, she went a new direction. Mm-hmm. Just in time. Mm-hmm. We could be saving ex everywhere. You never
2: know that. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs>
1: okay, I don't know why anybody listens to this show. Okay, go ahead. Okay, Please.
2: she says Christians often talk about having a personal relationship with a Jesus. Pers-
1: yes, that's a big thing. You need uh, to have yes. a personal relationship with Jesus. I'm not
2: sure what they mean and can't find this anywhere in the Bible. Am I missing something?
1: You're not missing anything. It's not anywhere in the Bible. What, what they're trying to, what is in the Bible is that you need to get right with God. So their version of that, in in my opinion and the opinions of others uh, who think along these lines, is all part of the feminization of the male culture, which the church has gotten way caught up into. Thankfully, more and more churches are getting away from it. But we overemphasize feelings in Christianity. It's one of the reasons why Christianity is the only major religion in the world today. That overwhelmingly appeals more to women than to men. You go to most churches, there's more women than there are men. Men don't want to be part of Christianity. They're uncomfortable in it. Do you know Islam doesn't have this problem? Judaism doesn't have this problem? Buddhism doesn't have it? It's only Christianity. Because for the last 75 years, the church has been almost the leading agent, I, I argue, that they actually started this before the actual feminist movement kicked in. This whole emphasis of women are holier than men, and women are more righteous, and men are made from the dust, but women are dust twice refined, and they're more refined, and they're more holy. Man, I've heard this for decades in churches. And that, you know, you go to most, um, you know, Mother's Day messages in churches, and women are glorious. They're ma- It's like having a vagina makes one divine. That's oh, fabulous. Oh, oh, it's right. fabulous. It doesn't? Huh? It doesn't? Apparently it doesn't. Not, I don't think it does actually. Oh, uh, but then you hard. go to listen to Father's Day messages, and men are bad and bad, bad men, bad, bad, bad men. And uh, guys get the message afterwards. A, so a lot of you guys, is why you get guys don't want to come to your church. The churches that do grow in America or anywhere in the world are churches that can relate to men. One of the things they don't do is they back off on all the feely, touchy, feely, touchy, feely, touchy. And a lot of the messages, you know, even the way we preach the gospel, you know, you need to have a personal, personal relationship. With a Jesus. And I know what they're trying to say. They're saying you need to get right with God. But it's female talk. Females are concerned about having relationships. And they're really concerned about having a personal relationship. You know, nowhere in the Bible did Jesus go around trying to have personal relationships with people. You no know, no man would come up to another man and say, You know, dude, I'd, I'd really like to have a personal relationship he punch me in the face? Right, <laughs> guys don't talk in those terms. It's women talk. Yes. So um, I think it's overdone, and I don't think we should be going around. At my church, you never hear us talk in those terms. We just don't do it. I know that the bulk of evangelical Christians still do. Less and less now are, and thank God they are. You don't need to talk in those terms. Just tell guys you need to get right with God. You don't need to use. Th- Phraseology, it's not even in the Bible. If it's not in the Bible, why are we doing it? No place in the Bible, you need to have a personal relationship. So, that's my answer. Thank you. All right. Okay.
2: Next question. I am a mother of six children. Mm-hmm. Two are mine biologically. Four are my stepchildren, ages from six to 13. My ex, uh, ex-husband ex pays for our two biological children to have their own smartphones. Ex-husband? I- her ex-husband is paying for the. But she's
1: got two children. Yes. And four more that she's adopted children. So she's remarried. But they're they're not her children.
2: No, she has two of her own. There's there's six children altogether.
1: Two oh, are so hers. Four came from the other guy. Four. They didn't adopt four. No. More. Oh, they're stepchildren. Okay, I get it. stepchildren.
2: All right. They're all all right, her right, husband's. Right, okay, 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 so okay. it's like the Brady Bunch it's, going yeah. on. Okay. So her uh, ex pays for her 13-year-old to have the smartphone. This afternoon, her husband, so the stepdad, was going through the son's phone, the 13-year-old son's phone, found Uh a history of a lot of porn. Uh Uh-huh. My ex-husband will be no help because he doesn't have a problem with masturbation and porn, Porn, I guess. Uh, What should I do besides take his phone away? We did get a chance to talk to him. He said the guys at school, the other eighth graders, were joking around about watching porn, and he was curious as to what it was. So he spent his free time for two days looking up videos. We have taken his phone away, suspended his privileges. She does say that he likes your show. He likes the show? Yes. He's a good he man. He listening to the podcast. <laughs> He's a manly man. He even requested when they were going on road trips. So she wants to know besides the punishment and taking the phone away. I, I,
1: I wouldn't overreact. Okay? There's, you know, it's inappropriate. Speak to him about it. Don't make a big, stinking, crazy deal. Because if you overreact, then you're nuts. And then he'll read you being a little nuts and stuff. Just talk to him about it. Talk to him about Of course... Of course he's interested. At thirteen, of all of a sudden, and thank God it wasn't. I didn't have that when I was growing Mm -hmm. up. At thirteen, all of a sudden, you know, you can go on and see naked women doing all kinds of stuff. Really? (laughs) Seriously? Well, yeah, you're gonna be a little curious, especially if you have a smartphone. You know, on your person. Where is yours? (laughs) Something else I bet else you I left lost. it in your other pocket. Oh, good Lord. Anyway, uh, what I would do for a 12th, for a kid, I wouldn't give a kid a smartphone in the first place. They don't need, Well, so we want to be able to contact him with a cell phone. Give
2: him a cell phone. Give him but a flip phone. But it's the X, and so the X no, gives s- it... Did the f- X give him that phone? Yes, the ex, her, so his dad, his biological dad, her ex gave him, the, gave smart him the smartphone, and so that's a battle, trust me, that you can't...
1: Oh, uh, uh, okay, so if that's, uh, you know, and there's the complication, you know, of being in second marriages and stuff. you got different values. I mean, what are you gonna do? So you talk to him about it and just, you know, listen, if your son listens to this show, you got a young man who wants to hear about doing life right. And listen to me, young man, there is nothing more poisonous and destruction that will work to ruin your sex life for the rest of your life than porn. We routinely have uh, v- uh, emails from guys who they can't function sexually, they're, they, they're, they're messed up, they're confused because they started looking at porn at your age don't do it. These are guys who get married in their 20s and 30s and they can't function with their wives because they got addicted to porn and it has actually ruined their ability to have sex. And it, and it makes them insecure and stuff. I mean, these guys in these porns, these are guys that body parts that are ginormous. We got an email not too long ago, a guy mm-hmm. who was concerned about that his body part would not be the right size. Because he looks at the guys on porn and then looks at him and says, well, that, <laughs> I, don't I, I, I ain't got that. This guy, he actually sent us measurements, Elizabeth. He oh, his willy. Measurement. He measured his willy. He was so concerned about it. He wasn't being perverse. No, he wasn't. Who else are you going to talk to other than Mark Gunger about something like this, right? So listen to the show. So the guy measures his willy and sends in the measurements to this show and says, you know, is that normal? Do I have a normal willy? And it turns out he does have yes. a normal willy. It is normal. It's just in porn, <laughs> these are people who have abnormal willys yes. and abnormal boobs are humongous and stuff like that. Because that's why they're on the So don't look at the stuff. It will mess with your head. So you got a young man who likes listening to the show, wants it. I wouldn't overreact. I wouldn't freak. You showed your disapproval. I understand it. If I were you, I wouldn't have him with a. I talked to your ex. Can we just give him a flip phone?
2: Mm-hmm. You know, you, you know it's
1: cheaper. Bob, it's cheaper. Do you mind? It, yeah. you, we're having this argument. We don't like him going on the internet and, looking, and trying to reason with him. And, and I'll pay for it. Yeah. You know, step up, step up to the plate. So, so Papa doesn't have to do it. Just get him a, a normal phone that you can contact him and text if you need to. And it doesn't give him the world of the internet. If he doesn't have that option, again, just talk to him about it. Hiding. See, this is one thing that, and I, I'm going past my break, but I can't shut up. <laughs> can Help, you take a break? I found it. I, I... I found it. I can't get up. That's me. I started talking and I can't shut up. Uh, um, he... <laughs> okay, we got to take the break. Stay tuned because I'm not done. All right, we'll be back right after this have a marriage
0: dilemma, email your questions to ask at markgunger.com and Mark can answer them during one of our shows. One day I'm gonna take it home
1: Make a record with all alone. The music of Jimmy Bradshaw, you gotta love it, jimmybradshaw.com Okay, so... We got an email from a, a parent who's concerned because the kid was curious about. He heard about porn and so he was going on his phone and checking it out. Oh, that's normal. Of course they're gonna. What boys are gonna, again? If I'm 13, someone says, "You know, you can see naked people over here." I'm I'm probably gonna go. Really? It's <laughs> the, a good
2: thing that God planted you on this planet at before
1: the time all that, that was available. Did. Honestly, yes. because uh, you'd have never
2: made it. Yeah, I don't
1: know. Well, they had. Pornography, it but just not on magazine. smartphone. mister. No, I can't no. put my smartphone down. No, I will say I, I am a little bit unusual. That I, I that never appealed to me. I never got into all that stuff. It was available. And I, I just, whenever I saw those things, it made me I want to go vomit. I but just, if you had been thirteen or twelve, I, no, I was thirteen or twelve when I first saw it,
2: and you had a smartphone. No,
1: no, I said it was magazines.
2: Really? Yeah. Even when you were that little, no, first Exposure I, just,
1: was. I, just, I know everybody can... looks at me like really, you know, because okay. most guys get all caught up in it. Yeah. I, I wanted to go vomit. I just. Okay, good. It, I never. For some reason, that has never. I can. Uh, of all the struggles I have in life. And I got a few. Right? Let's spend the next half hour talking about all my struggles. Uh, that was—that's never been one. You know, women on a page. My problems. You know, I i got to stay away from real women. <laughs> but uh, but on—I don't get on a page on a screen. How is this attractive? I just don't get it. It, it doesn't do anything for me. Never has. But under—and I'm odd. Can you tell? But so your your son is normal. All of a sudden, he discovers. Really, you can push a button and see naked people. Who? And I would, you know, I would have gotten grossed out. I didn't probably pulled away from it, mm-hmm. but most guys get caught up in it. So, but he's got, he's got a good son, and he's being open and honest about it. And there was a point I was going to make at the break. And You can't remember what it was. I can't remember. I was in a rant. I was on a. I was on a roll. And then
2: we ran over. I
1: can't remember. I just. I just. I wouldn't overreact to it. I wouldn't freak out about it. You know. And it's. And you know, he's normal. This is it. Just talk to him. Oh, I know what it was. A lot of people think that the answer is to hide. All this, they don't want their kids to know about and stuff, and they don't want and parents. I know parents are desperate, you know. They come up to me and say, "Can can my kids watch your DVDs? You know, my Laugh Your Way DVD. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? It's 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 nothing. No. And I, I've had parents. My my daughter's 15. She's 16. Do you think they can watch? I think is it too much? You yeah. gotta be kidding me. You're, and I don't think that's the answer to put their kid in such a. Uh, bubble. A, a vacuum and a bubble. That—that's a look. Be open and honest about it. You know that's the healthiest thing. Yes, that's out there. Yes, Bobby, this stuff's out there. Yes, it's fun to look at naked women. Don't do it, <laughs> and let him know why. Don't get all religious on him and freak out and overreact and start foaming at the mouth. <laughs> He's an <in> naked person. <laughs> you know, because you're just gonna freak him out. So, I would cut the boy some slack. anybody who likes to listen to this show. Is a good boy. You got a good kid. Don't freak him out. All right. We'll be back with more right after this.
0: Caution. The Mark Hunger Show contains adult content intended for an adult audience.
2: Beautiful you. Fortune in me. You're so captivating. Singing about me. Head down to your feet. I would change that <laughs>
1: I don't think I don't think he's singing about me. He's singing about his wife, Michael O'Brien. Check out his music, Michael O. He's a great guy.
2: He is. Did you see when I sent you the video of when he did the "Go Tell It on the Mountain" version? No, live. I no, said, no. I, because you just well, ignore I listen, everything I, ignore I everything you. You.
1: <laughs> you see, you assume I actually pay attention to you. No, this you don't. This is where you air.
2: It was really good. It was a live version of him doing Go Tell It on the Mountain. It was so good. Normally,
1: I do pay attention to all the details and answer everyone's emails. Elizabeth, ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth if I answer all her emails immediately. Does he? Most of the time, but I bold the important things. (laughs) I'm surprised she said that. (laughs) I ignore half of hers, too.
2: It's a good thing that you confess to that. Confessed to that because otherwise I have to be nice. She's being nice.
1: She's being nice because she doesn't know she can be mean on this show. Mm-hmm. She's a normal human being.
2: Really? You now you have to go back and find it because it was really good. Because he's really good. He's
1: great, but he's a, he's a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. He really is, and his music is. You know, you know. I, was it this show? Or the other show? I not remember. The other show? I can't remember. We were talking about music. And I, said, I generally I don't care for acoustic yeah. music because it tends, really- tends to be overly simplistic and. Every song sounds exactly the same as the song before. In my opinion, I can't. Mm-hmm. I just do not like. And, <laughs> it's probably one of these shows the show isn't on Christian radio because <laughs> I, I just, I just, I'm telling you, it just tries. But his music is not like mm-hmm. that. He's, he's, there's actually music. There's yes. more than just dominant chords. Yes. You know, most Christian music is, you know, got major chords and a couple of minor chords. And never, you know, it's never flatted fifth, second raised. Oh, he's so good. Something nines. You know, seriously, give it a little color, guys. Mix it up. But O'Brien does, and he's brilliant. The music is quite great. Anyway.
2: And you know, I don't know if I should say this on the air, but I will anyway. Your nephew Michael, because people frequently ask Michael how you're related. Is that your son? Is that he's my that's sister. your nephew? <laughs> Michael and the, from nephew, the Bangungur yes. 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 is my your nephew. nephew. Correct. The, he <laughs> set off a firestorm a bit ago, writing a blog post about how much he does not like Christian music. And Do you know why? Christian music, For the same artist. reason. Yes, the same, same reason. reason. He but understands a lot music. Of feedback on He understands that. jazz. Yes. He
1: understands this. You know the creativity yep. and stuff. Like that. Because you can't. I'm telling you, look, like anybody cares what we think, but it is monotonous yeah. to a point that I I don't know how people listen to it. Anyway, God bless all the Christian artists out there. <laughs> Keep on plugging ahead, but uh, even Christian worship music—I, I, most contemporary Christian worship music, makes me want to pour sand in my eyes. I, I just—I I can't stand it. It's Not the same. Pain. Honestly, guys, I, I think a lot of these guys have never studied music. They just have, have a good hearts. They really love mm-hmm. Jesus, and they can play the guitar, and they can only play. Well, into the two types of chords, We is. got major chords, and we got minor chords. And we have some songs where it's all major chords, some songs all minor chords, and then on occasion, we mix it up, and we actually include major and minor chords in the same song, and we try not to do it because we don't want to upset people.
2: Seriously? But they think that it's about your heart, and they think uh, it's about the worship, and they think it's I about know. you Look, Jesus. Look, most people love it. I, in our church, we sing that music. I can't yeah. stand it.
1: <laughs> most people know that I don't like it. All the musicians, no, I don't like it. And I play along with them and stuff. Just, oh, it's just brutal. I, I prefer like gospel, black gospel jazz. Uh-huh. Now that's some music, man. There's some chords. There's some structures. There's some, you know, wow. Wow. Yep. A little color. Give me some color. Mm-hmm. Y'all too white out there. It's your problem. Okay. Anyway. How did I get into this? Why do I, why?
2: Because of the break and the music. And oh, Michael yeah, O'Brien's okay.
1: Music, yeah. <laughs> Rambling like a moron. Okay. The Mark Gunger Show. While you're watching, I have no idea. Clearly, you have too much free time if you're watching this show and, listen, and are listening to it right now. Okay.
2: Okay, email says, my husband and I have been married 25 years. We used to think alike about many things, but after mm-hmm. years of his working in a field surrounded by more liberal thinkers, he himself has changed his views on many topics. I can deal with a lot of it, but he has even changed his views on issues that are very important to me because of what I read in God's Word, issues such as the life-like choice, you know, pro-choice, Mm pro-life and the uh, issue of marriage, gay marriage or not gay marriage or whatever. She says, we began to have heated discussions about such things, but in an effort to remain respectful to my husband, I've been keeping my mouth shut more. But inside, I'm feeling (laughs) turmoil. Good for her. I mean, she's
1: being respectful. There's no sense in getting big arguments all the time.
2: I feel turmoil because while I respect my husband, I don't respect his views specifically on these two issues. It makes me sad that he's changed. Mm -hmm. I know ultimately God will be the one that will need to work on him, but in the meantime, besides keeping my mouth shut. Do you have any words of wisdom? How to remain respectful when these topics come up and he wants to discuss them.
1: Yeah, you've already nailed it. Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> you know, the Bible actually says this. If you want to affect the outcome in your husband, a woman should do it. Bible says without words. words. Women hate that verse. Without it's the Bible. Do ladies, without words. None of this. <laughs> you cackling all the time. What can I say, Pastor? What can I say to make him do this? What can I say? Oh, man, if I had a dollar for one of those questions I've had. What can you say? Any of you women out there wondering, what can I say? You can't say anything. Zip it. All right? What you can do is pray for him and live a life of love and it'd be the kind of example to have an uh, influence on him. If you want to discuss it, if it always ends in an argument, say, I don't want to talk about it because it ends in an argument. He's not an idiot. He gets it. That's
2: what I was going to ask. Is it okay to do that? Because obviously they've had words about this. And it's like, dude, why do you keep bringing it up? I would say, honey, I know where you stand. You know where I stand. Please, can we just not talk about this anymore? You're not going to change my mind. I'm not going to change yours. Can we just put it to rest? That's all you got to
1: do. And pray for them. Look, there's a lot of people who have, for whatever reason, some of the people actually, their intentions are good, but they come to a bad conclusion. And it's really true. They're not evil people. Not everybody who thinks it's okay for, for gays to get married are evil. I think they've come to a wrong conclusion. There are people who are just evil who think it's kind of all kinds of weird ways. But there's people who, believe it or not, for whatever reason, they actually think it's compassionate, on some bizarre level, uh, and they're for abortion. Um, you know, their intentions are good, but their end is destructive and it's, it would certainly be an evil end but it doesn't necessarily make them evil I don't know if that helps anybody or not but not everybody agrees with everything husbands and wives don't always agree with everything my wife and I are pretty much on the same page and we still don't agree with everything I know Elizabeth and her husband they agree with everything all of the time With no, I've never met your husband have I? Uh-uh. if you do want to meet me
2: keep me away from your boss
1: Just, the man's a psycho see she likes me mm-hmm. he probably doesn't That's okay.
2: So what? So what? Who cares? Well, it sounded, in going back and forth a little bit more with her, it sounded like he didn't necessarily think that abortion was right or gay marriage was right. He just didn't think that it was the government's business and that that you should still support it, and that the government shouldn't be telling people what to do. Like, he doesn't believe in abortion, but he doesn't think he should be able to tell somebody whether or not
1: well, they can that's, have it. Well, that's even, then he's more libertarian, yeah. you know, and uh, certainly doesn't make him evil at all. The only time you should really get concerned is if he thinks it's okay for you to get an abortion, mm-hmm. or your daughters to get an abortion, or if he decides he wants to be gay. Mm-hmm. Well, Now you have an issue, Right. Yeah. Right? Right? Not okay, right? Right. Now, if he thinks the government shouldn't tell people one thing, okay, then I'm, I, that I don't, I don't see how that's a, a big arguing thing. If that's really what they're talking and
2: about. And he wants to really support. Needs to what if he wants to support like the changes in marriage laws and things like that? Because
1: you know, I mean, it is what it is. People have the right to be wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't force people to be. <laughs> mm. I think you would be wrong. You know how many Christians vote for candidates that are blatantly pro-abortion and mm-hmm. pro uh, the whatever you know pro you know people having sex with chickens and frogs and you know I mean they they're they're pro all this stuff. and, they vote and for all them. these people who are in office could not be there. Here's the thing, in America, you, they could not hold office if it were not for a Christian vote. Because there are hundreds of millions, well, I can't say hundreds of millions, I don't know, probably a hundred million or so. I mean, there's a lot of people in America. There's 300 million Americans. Wouldn't surprise me if a good 40% yeah. of them are pretty committed Christians, or claim, Claimed claim to be, be. Christians. And there's probably even more than that, probably a, a majority who claim to be Christians. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like we don't live in a Christian-dominated, at least certainly historically a nation, these people couldn't even probably get into office if it weren't. It's amazing how many Christians have put into office people who are blatantly pro-abortion and all kinds of things that are morally, you know, certainly questionable the Bible Why they do it and how they do it, I don't know, but you, you know, you can't fix crazy. We try to on the show. Yeah, Actually, we don't even try to fix it. We just talk about it. Yeah. I don't try to change anybody. I don't think, I don't. You guys know me. I'm not. I'm not trying to change these no. people. They want to know what I think. I think this is what you're I think. Crazy. I think y'all crazy, and, uh, and that's why we have a show where we're just brutally honest. Because I don't even have the illusion that I'm changing anyone's thinking. Now we have. You're just
2: pointing out how crazy they are. Yeah, I just
1: think that. Yeah, I think there's. So anyway, if you got a spouse who thinks really differently for you or holds really liberal views or whatever, I mean, the only time that it would really be an issue is if he decides to act on these things. And now, now you got to. Problem that's a big issue. Mm-hmm. Other than that, particularly if it's just a matter of what you think the government should or should not do, seriously, I wouldn't get into those arguments mm-hmm. at all. You know, and just be respectful. Say, look, I don't want to argue you because we argue about this. My wife does that to me all the time. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I do the same thing. It's like, look, we don't agree on it. I don't. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, there's
1: no sense. We, I know where you stand. You know where I stand. Mm-hmm. You know. You know. Call your friends. Mm-hmm. If you have any friends, Bob? Call them. <laughs> Here's a phone number call someone who cares. <laughs>
2: yep. Here's a quarter. Here's a quarter. Call, call somebody who cares. who cares. That's right. All right.
1: We'll take a break and take another email right after this.
0: A 10 marks laugh your way to a better marriage event. Visit laughyourway.com for upcoming dates and locations.
1: Show Talking about love Marriage and relationship Answering your emails Along with uh, Diane And our guest Elizabeth Today again What do you got next?
2: She says, I'm a 24-year-old single mother with a five-year-old girl. I lived in the world and the pleasures of the world and got a baby.
1: That's how we got the Mm five-year-old. Yes. Well, I came to a
2: relationship with God two years ago. The father is not present and has not been for almost three years. She says, I'm feeling at a loss of this parenting thing. I know I messed up, and and she had to watch me grow up which has put her in a very unstable home from the beginning years. Anyway, my daughter is constantly seeking the attention of males, getting very mm-hmm. depressed at times, saying she wishes she could see her dad, and it, it just breaks my heart. I do not have the time to date due to work and school. Why would God allow a child to feel broken like this? I know No,
1: I'm- no, 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 no. Don't drag God into it. He didn't do it. You did it. True. People got cajones the size of grapefruit, for heaven's sakes. You do A, you get B. Period. Why God God didn't do it. You did it. Mm -hmm. When you're doing the wild willy in the back seat of the car or whatever. Mm -hmm. Nobody hates you over it and God forgives you. Somebody you got this little girl and it is what it is. That's what it is. God did not do anything. All right, she ahead. says,
2: I know I messed up and have repented to my life around. Yes, now I good. serve and God We as celebrate my daughter. that. That's fabulous. Mm-hmm. Good. I am just heartbroken that my kid still feels and acts this way. I don't know what to do. Whenever I take her to places, if a guy is there, she is on them like white on rice, and yeah. it can be embarrassing.
1: Yeah, Don't overreact. Look, sweetheart, this is, this is why you're not supposed to have babies at 19 when you're not married, okay? It just It is what it is. Does she sense uh, the need for a father? She, of course yep. she does, because she's supposed to have a father. You know, this whole idea of, oh, we don't need men. We can just raise children all by ourselves. You know, it's great on paper, but in reality, uh, we're wired, really hardwired for both a parents, both a father and a mother. Uh, these are the kind of girls, to make you even feel more depressed, I'm sure that's why you wrote this show. These are the kind of girls that when they turn 14, 15, 16, they're in bed having sex with the first boy that pays attention to her because they are desperate for a male. And it's very sad. Uh, what can you do? I mean, I would certainly pray. Um, uh, I'm not real big on uh, dragging men into their life while they're dating. Uh, but if you are considering dating, and I would assume you'd want a husband at some point, and I, sh- <laughs> I should warn you a little bit, at 24 and at 22 and at 23, you're a lot more attractive than you're going to be when you're 33 and a lot more attractive than when you're going to be 43. You want to get a guy in your life? This is probably the time. Seriously. You know, a lot of girls don't get this. <laughs> well, and it's different <laughs> for her because I'm No, 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 just wait a minute. Get out. on this. These girls, they blow off their 20s because yeah. for whatever reason, then they get real serious about trying to find a guy in their 30s and stuff, and quite frankly, the flower starts to fade. It is what it is, yeah. you know? You start, you know, the old gray mare, she ain't what she used to be. And it's when you get in your 40s, and, they're, gee, I'm not attacking any attention from guys. No, you're. it gets harder. It just... It is what it is, and God didn't do it to you. It's just life. You want a man in your life, this is probably the prime time. My advice is, 24-year-old who thinks she doesn't have any time to date, uh, if guys are asking you and you're meeting guys in your church and stuff, I would make it a priority. I would not let the girl know about it. I wouldn't let him meet her. I wouldn't do any of that unless you hit a point where this is serious. And this should be a point that would happen very quickly. In your life, you know, within six months, you should know whether this is going to be serious. We are headed towards an engagement. And those kind of, you know, you find that now's the time to be finding. I'm just telling. Would you agree or not? No,
2: I highly disagree. And I'm going to be the devil because that's what I am.
1: You're not the devil. You just play one on TV. She...
2: She's a single mom. She has all she needs to do if she's going to be in school, and she's got to have a job and to be a mommy to that little girl. You do not have time for dating. You do not need to get all caught up in the romance. I would
1: agree with you if the kid's a teenager. That's when it gets really creepy. And we can disagree. It's fine, you know. She thinks just because there are a lot of people who think because you have a child, you should knock off any dating of any sort at all. My thinking is when they're little like this, and he's never really had a dad, there's a time that you can bring that into her life and help me, because this little girl yes. is, is jonesing for a dad.
2: One of the things working for this situation, not all the rest of you out there who have dads that are in and out of the picture and all of this, it's because the dad has vanished. Yes. That there makes is no different. dad.
1: She's never been married. That makes it different. You know, the little girl's jonesing for the daddy. Yes. You know,
2: but it's still
1: she's got still to be smart about it because I, but I'm just telling you I'm <laughs> I
2: it's, if it's it, a,
1: she needs to decide do I want a man in my life or not and if she But either, if she only she,
2: walked away from crazy 2 years ago I know, is but she I'm, even I, able to choose a good guy Better to, better to be single than be with somebody who's awful because no, I she doesn't know how no, to
1: choose I, I agree, but that's why I would do it in her church and if yeah. she's part of a Christian community and if there's some nice guy in her church at her pastor, everybody says, man, this would be a great guy for you now's the time to be paying attention I'm saying she yes. should be paying attention to that kind of stuff if she has that and she's blowing it off I think she's making a mistake but, but, but we don't know this happening no, nobody I don't wants, know all of the maybe nobody wants of it. Right? You know, go talk to your pastor. Here's the problem. People ask us questions. We have no idea what's going on in your life. Yeah. okay? If there's a time, I would do it now. The kid starts getting a teenager, now you got at some point, you gotta just knock out all that stuff and focus on just raising the child and think, maybe maybe Diane's right, because look, I know a lot of people who think the minute there's a child, you stop all the dating, there is no more. And I'm open to that. That's why I'm saying, if you are dating at all, I would never introduce them to, you know, you'd say, I have a little girl and stuff like that, but I don't want her meeting you because I don't want to be bringing men in and out of her life. Any guy should understand Mm -hmm. that. But maybe, you know, it is what it is and she needs to just suck this up for the next, you know, 15 years of her life and raise this little girl the best her Statistically
2: speaking, own. and Elizabeth mentioned it too, it is not good to bring a man into, I mean, that's where you get the highest numbers of abuse and everything else when you bring these guys into the lives the of female children. It was one in four children.
1: Yeah, we'll get sexually abused yeah, five, when five, you bring, four. yeah, so, yeah. but then again, you know, this is a secular pagan culture yes. that do that in a Christian world, but even then, you got to be careful. So, I don't know. My advice, if you're going to do it, she should have been doing it when she was two or yeah. three or something. That's what I'm thinking. Well it's okay? not that you can't do it even but you she's have five, to
2: have eyes wide open. You yeah. have to know everything you're dealing with. It is not a simplistic easy.
1: But I will even at five, six at some point, you know, I got six, seven year old grandchildren at some point. Yeah. I think her window's closing very quickly. Yeah. I think even maybe even now, you probably should maybe just focus on just her and just don't worry about it. Don't blame God for it. God didn't do this to this little girl. No. And what you want to let her know is that, you know, it's okay. We understand that she wants a daddy. You know, it is what it is. Don't make her feel bad about no. it. Don't make her feel bad because she wants to go hug some guy at maybe church. Maybe you could
2: work harder at getting her biological father involved in There's her There's a life. possibility. I mean, because maybe that she needs a daddy, but she needs her daddy Two, you know, and what if he shows up in another two years and decides that he wants to be a part of it? It just gets very complicated. Yeah. This
1: is why you don't do it. But what I am going to tell you is God did not do this. And he did not do this to the little girl. or all You created this. You ask God to forgive you, but you're in a complicated situation now. It's not ideal. Anyway, we said what we said. And
2: so I'm sure you must have some there. friends
1: where you can get some better advice than from us because we don't know.
2: Yeah, you have to know more to the
1: situation. There's a lot, there's a lot of details. We, we don't know her situation so anyway hang in there I, I will say this that even under the worst circu- of circumstances these kids can turn out just fine
2: they can they okay? absolutely they can they absolutely
1: can it's not the end of the world but it will but be hard but you have to be
2: careful Yes, and you have to, be very you have careful. to know right. what you're getting into
1: take a break we'll be back with more right after this
0: want more of Mark visit markgunger.com there you will find everything that Mark has to offer never ever We learned a long time ago How to get it right Hug and kisses Sweet perfume My baby loves me so I sing this tune I love my baby I love my baby Yeah, I love my baby Yeah, I love my baby And my baby
1: loves me Jimmy Bradshaw This used to always be the song in our early TV shows Uh, We had the live band with us Mm -hmm. And uh we always ended with that song. Yes. And you know, I get up there and dance with Devin to get yes. people in the audience to come on and dance to that song. It was great yep. fun. Yep, yep, yep. Jimmy, I love Jimmy. He's a good man. All right.
2: Okay, last email of the day says I have an almost five year old son who is almost constantly playing with and adjusting himself. <laughs> Thankfully most of the time on the outside of his clothes. Today after <laughs> most, his- of <laughs> most of the time. Most of the time.
1: Sometimes you gotta reach in there to get stuff right.
2: Today, after his shower, he was laughing at the tent he was making with the towel and his penis and was mad when it went away and he tried to bring it back.
1: We do get mad when it goes away.
2: (laughs) I get that right now. It's just really not a sexual thing. But my first instinct is to yell, just leave it alone already. That's just gross. Stop it. Yet, I don't want him to think of himself as gross or dirty. I want to teach my son that his body is not a playground to be played with, (laughs) that his penis and all the weird stuff that it does is naturally not something to be ashamed of, but... How the heck do I do that?
1: You just do it on purpose. You don't freak out. Don't tell them it's dirty and filthy and you freak out the kids. You know how people grow up and they're so gross out sexually and they get married they can't even enjoy sex because their parents traumatize them with their stupid, they thought they were being helpful, you know? Uh, It's like any other. If your kid's picking your nose, what do you do? Well, you might tell them that's gross. (laughs) You know, or little girls pulling up their dresses and stuff, you know, do you freak them out and say, oh, that's of the devil? No, he just a sweetheart, pull your dress down, stop. You know, I mean, right? Yeah. That's all you gotta do. And just you know, he's playing with his willy. You know, why do why do boys do that? Well, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, look at that. You know, he's five years old. Relax. You know, now if he's doing this at fifteen well now you got an issue. Right. If he's reaching out and playing with his willy in public, yeah, he's 23. Now you got an issue going. He's five years old. Relax. You just have don't do that. Don't leave don't do that. You know, just stop. I just keep telling him. At some point they get the clue. Yeah. It's he's just curious and festival. Oh, but don't go into the evil and it's terrible and disgusting or whatever. just like he's picking a nose or anything. Just stop! Stop doing that. Why does he do he's a boy? <laughs> Boy's too. <laughs> You had boys? Yes, they yeah. did that. She has girls. Girl, right? All right, so. Yeah. Gir- the girls will do weird it. things, too. You know, you just stop. Stop doing that. That's all you got to tell don't, don't do that. Don't freak out. I think he'll be just fine. All right? Thanks for watching, listening. See ya. Bye-bye, boys. Have fun storming the castle.